Welcome to the Bootstrap Mogul Podcast, where we bring you the grassroots tips, tricks, and stories in everything entrepreneurship, digital marketing, and personal development. I'm your host, Andres Olguin. Hello, hello, my incredible listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Bootstrap Mogul Podcast. I'm your host, Andres Elgin, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you here with me today. In this episode, we're diving into a topic that's near and dear to my heart, and I'm sure to many of yours as well. We're talking about the creative side hustler, how to monetize your art. Now, I know many of you out there are bursting with creative energy and talent, and so today, we're going to explore how you can turn that passion into profit. Whether you're a painter, a digital artist, a craftsman or craftswoman, or any kind of creative soul, this episode is crafted just for you. Now, we're going to cover everything from identifying your unique artistic voice to effectively marketing and selling your art. And let me tell you, the world needs your art now more than ever. So let's dive in and discover how you can make your creative dreams a lucrative reality. Now, art, to me, in its essence, is a form of communication, a way to share our innermost thoughts and feelings with the world. And when we share our art, we're not just sharing a product, we're sharing a piece of ourselves. And this is what makes art so unique and so valuable. So whether you're sketching in a notebook, throwing clay on a wheel, or anything in between, remember, your art has value. It's not just about the colors, the lines, or the medium. It's about the message, the emotion, and the connection that it creates. And that, my friends, is something worth pursuing and worth monetizing. So in today's episode, we're going to unravel the mysteries of turning your creative passion into a profitable side hustle. You'll learn how to identify your niche in the vast art market and how to present your art in a way that resonates with your audience. We'll also delve into the practicalities of pricing and selling your work, and I'll share some top strategies for marketing your art effectively. And by the end of this episode, my goal is for you to feel empowered, informed, and ready to take the next steps in your creative journey. So let's set the stage for a fulfilling and financially rewarding artistic adventure. Are you ready? Let's get started. All right, so let's dive right into the heart of today's episode, which is understanding the creative market. Now, this is where we lay the groundwork for turning your artistic endeavors into a thriving side hustle. The creative market is vast and ever-evolving, so let's break it down and see how you can find your place in it. So, what is the current landscape for artists and creatives? alike? Well, to put it simply, it's vibrant, dynamic, and more accessible than ever before. With the rise of the internet and social media, artists have unprecedented platforms to showcase their work and connect with audiences globally. It's not just about galleries and exhibitions anymore. Although those are still important, the digital world has opened up a realm of possibilities. Now, let's talk about trends. In the world of digital art, we're seeing a massive surge in interest. Digital art encompasses everything from graphic design to animation to digital painting. It's not just for the tech savvy, it's for anyone who wants to express themselves through a screen. The beauty of digital art, it's incredibly versatile. So you can create anything from detailed illustrations to abstract designs and the market for this is huge. 
Think of everything from website design to video game art. Now moving on to crafts, this is a sector that's all about personal touch and uniqueness. Handmade items have gained immense popularity, especially in today's world where people crave something authentic, something with a story. So whether it's pottery, jewelry making, woodworking, or textile art, there's a growing appreciation for items crafted by human hands, not just machines. It's about bringing the human element back into our increasingly digital world. And design. Oh, design. It's everywhere. From the cup you drink your coffee from in the morning to the app you use to check your emails, good design makes life better, simpler, and more beautiful. For you as an artist, understanding design principles can elevate your work, whether you're creating functional items, decorative pieces, or digital content. It's about solving problems in a creative way, and there's always a demand for that. So the key takeaway here, the creative market is diverse and full of opportunity. There's room for traditional artists, digital wizards, crafty creators, and innovative designers. It's all about finding where your passion meets a need in the market. So take a moment, think about where your art fits into this colorful tapestry. And if you're ready to bring beauty into the world or solve a problem or tell a story, whatever it is, embrace it. That's where your journey in monetizing your art begins. Remember, every great endeavor starts with understanding your environment. So keep your eyes open, observe the trends, but also don't be afraid to set your own. After all, art is about expression and innovation, and you, my friend, are here to make a mark. So now that we've explored the landscape of the creative market, let's focus on you and your art. In this segment, we're talking about identifying your unique offering. Now, this is crucial because in a world teeming with talent, what sets you apart is your unique voice, your distinct style, your story. So first things first, how do you discover and refine your artistic niche? This, my friends, is a journey of self-discovery and experimentation. So start by asking yourself, what am I passionate about? What themes or subjects do I find myself drawn to again and again? Your niche could be anything from whimsical watercolors to edgy digital illustrations, rustic pottery, or even upcycled fashion. The key is to find that sweet spot where your passion meets your skills. Now, once you've got a sense of your interests, it's time to refine. This means practice, experimentation, and more practice. So try different techniques, play with styles, push your boundaries. Remember, your niche isn't just a category, it's how you interpret and express it. It's your signature, something that when people see it, they instantly know, ah, that's a piece by your name. Now, let's talk about balancing personal expression with market demand. This, I won't lie, can be a bit of a tightrope walk. On one hand, you want your art to be a true reflection of who you are. On the other hand, you also want it to resonate with your audience. So how do you strike that balance? Well, here's a tip. Listen to your audience, but don't lose yourself. Pay attention to what your audience gravitates towards, which you know pieces get the most engagement, what themes are they excited about. This feedback is invaluable, but, and this is a big but, 
always ensure that what you create feels authentic to you. Your audience can tell when you're passionate about your work and that's what they connect with. Another key aspect is to stay informed. So what's trending in your niche? What are people talking about? What are they looking for? Use this knowledge to inform your work, but again, filter it through your unique lens. Maybe it's using a trending color palette in your your paintings or incorporating a popular design element in a fresh new way. In short, identifying your unique offering is about knowing who you are as an artist, understanding what your audience loves, and finding that beautiful intersection where the two meet. It's a journey of constant learning and evolving, and trust me, it's what makes the creative process so thrilling. So take some time after this podcast to reflect on your unique offering, jot down what makes your art uniquely you, and think about how it can meet the needs and desires of your audience. It's all about creating art that's true to you and speaks to the world. So you've got this. All right, let's move into a really exciting exciting part of today's episode, building an online presence. Now, in our digital age, having a strong online presence is not just beneficial, it's essential. It's your digital storefront, your portfolio, and your connection to the world. So let's talk about how you can make the most of it. Now, first, let's discuss leveraging social media and websites to showcase your work. Social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and even TikTok are fantastic tools for artists. They're visual, they're interactive, and they have huge audiences. So here's what you need to do. First, choose your platforms wisely. You don't need to be everywhere. Pick one or two platforms where your target audience hangs out. For most visual artists, Instagram and Pinterest are great starting points. Second, create a consistent posting schedule. Consistency is key. Whether it's daily, three times a week, or weekly, stick to a schedule. This keeps your audience engaged and your work top of mind. Third, showcase your art. Post high-quality images or videos of your work. Show your finished pieces, but also the process. So your studio, your tools, sketches, and even your mistakes. Because this gives your audience a behind-the-scenes look and makes your art more relatable. And fourth, engage with your community. So respond to comments, ask for feedback, and engage with other artists' work. Social media is a two-way street, so the more you engage, the more visibility you get. Now, your website. Think of your website as your online art gallery. It's where you direct people who want to see more of your work or learn more about you. Now, here are some tips. First, keep it clean and professional. Your website should be visually appealing and easy to navigate. Showcase your best work, but don't overcrowd it. Next, tell your story. Include an about me section. Share your journey, your inspiration, and what drives you. People love to connect with the person behind the art. Third, make it easy to buy or contact you. If you're selling art, have a clear and straightforward way to make purchases. If you're open to commissions or collaborations, make sure your contact information is easy to to find. Now, let's move to effective online branding and storytelling. Branding is not just about a logo or a color scheme. It's about how you present your art and yourself to the world. Your brand should reflect who you are as an artist and what your art stands for. And storytelling, it's what makes your brand come alive. 
So here's some tips for effective branding and storytelling. First, be authentic. Your brand should be a reflection of you and your art. So don't try to mimic someone else's style. Be true to yourself and your authenticity will resonate with your audience. Second, create a narrative. Every piece of art has a story. So share the inspiration behind your work, the challenges you face while creating it, or what you hope it communicates. Stories create emotional connections, and emotional connections lead to engagement in sales. Third, consistency across platforms. Your branding should be consistent across your social media, website, and even your packaging. This creates a cohesive and memorable brand experience. And fourth, engage with visual storytelling. Use visuals to tell your story because this could be through a series of images, a time-lapse video of your process, or even before and after shots. Visual storytelling is powerful, especially for artists. So building an online presence is about putting your best foot forward in the digital world. It's about showcasing your art, telling your story, and connecting with people who will appreciate and support your work. So take these tips, apply them, and watch as your online presence grows and flourishes. You've got this, and the world is waiting to see what you create. Now this next segment is all about the part you've been waiting for, monetization strategies. We're going to dive deep into various ways to turn your art into income. So whether you're a painter, a digital artist, or a craftsperson, there are multiple avenues to explore. So let's get into it. First, selling prints or originals. This is the most straightforward way to monetize your art. If you're a painter, illustrator, or photographer, consider selling prints or originals of your work. Now the pros are that there's direct income from sales and you retain most of the control over your work. Some of the cons include requiring upfront investment in materials and printing, and you need to handle inventory and shipping. Second, licensing your art. Licensing means allowing companies to use your art on their products. This could be anything from t-shirts and phone cases to greeting cards. The pros here are it's passive income and your art reaches a wider audience. Some cons are less control over where and how your art is used and lower profit margins per item. Third, online classes or workshops. Now, if you have a knack for teaching, consider creating online courses or conducting workshops on your art form. The pros here are that it diversifies your income and establishes you as an expert in your field. But the cons are that it does require time and effort to create course content and you need to market your courses. Fourth, commissions. Create custom pieces for clients. Um, doing that can be a lucrative way to monetize your art. The pros are that they're often higher paying and they allow for artistic challenges and growth. Some of the cons are that they can be time consuming and managing client expectations can be tricky. Fifth, selling digital products. This could be digital downloads of your artwork, stock photos, or design templates. The pros here, it's scalable. And once they are created, they can be sold repeatedly with no additional cost. The cons, well, it's a competitive market and it does require marketing to stand out. Sixth, merchandising. Creating merchandise like t-shirts, mugs, or tote bags featuring your art. The pros here is it's another way to reach a broader audience, and it's relatively passive once you set it up. The cons are quality control can be an issue, 
and profit margins do vary depending on the platform. Now, let's discuss the pros and cons. Each revenue stream has its own set of challenges and rewards. Selling prints or originals, for example, is great because it's your art in its purest form, but it also means dealing with the logistics of production and shipping. Licensing, on the other hand, is more passive, but you get less say in how your art is used. Now, moving into more detail about pros and cons of the rest, online classes and workshops can be incredibly rewarding. Not only do you earn money, but you also get the satisfaction of teaching others. However, it requires a different skill set and a lot of upfront work in creating course content. Next, commissions are great for artists who enjoy working on specific briefs and like the challenge of bringing someone else's vision to life. However, it can be more time-consuming and you have to be adept at managing client relationships. Digital products are fantastic in terms of scalability. Create once, sell multiple times. But the challenge lies in creating something that stands out in a crowded digital marketplace. Lastly, merchandising. It's a fun way to see your art in a different format. However, maintaining quality and choosing the right platform can be a bit of a minefield. So there you have it. These are just a few strategies to monetize your art. The key is to find what aligns with your art form, your skills, and your goals. And remember, it's okay to experiment. So try different strategies, see what works for you, and don't be afraid to pivot if something isn't working. The world needs your art, and there are many ways to share it while also making a living. So go out there, explore these avenues, and turn your passion into profit. Okay, this next segment is super important, but often a tricky, a bit tricky for many of us, which is pricing your art. Figuring out the right price for your work is crucial, not just for your business, but for your self-worth as an artist. So let's spend the next few minutes breaking this down. The first step is pricing your art and understanding its value. This isn't just about the time and materials that you put into it, but also your skill, your experience, and the unique perspective you bring to your work. Your art is a result of your journey as an artist, and that has intrinsic value. So how do you translate this into a price tag? Well, here's a way to start. First, cost of materials. Add up the cost of all materials that are used. Next, time spent. Estimate the time you spent creating the piece and decide on an hourly rate for yourself. Next, your expertise. Consider your level of experience and expertise. Are you a seasoned artist or just starting out? Your price should reflect your skill level. And market research. Look at what similar artists in your niche and geographical area are charging for their work because this will give you a ballpark figure to work with. Now, here are some strategies to overcome common pricing challenges. Pricing can be full of challenges from understanding your market to dealing with self-doubt. So here are some strategies to help you navigate these. First, be confident in your pricing. Often, artists underprice their work because they're unsure of its value. Remember, when you price your art, you're not just selling a product. You're selling a piece of your creativity and a unique experience. So be confident in what you're offering. Second, create different price points. Not every piece has to be priced the same, so have a range of products at different price points. This can include smaller, more affordable pieces to more elaborate, higher-priced works. This way, you cater to different segments of your audience. 
third, communicate the value. So when pricing your art, be ready to communicate its value to potential buyers. This could be the story behind the piece, the technique used, or the inspiration. People are more willing to pay when they understand and appreciate the value of what they're buying. Fourth, adjust as you go. Your pricing isn't set in stone. So as you grow as an artist and as your market evolves, be open to adjusting your prices. This could mean increasing your prices as you gain more recognition or adjusting them based on feedback and sales data. Fifth, overcoming the fear of high pricing. If the thought of high pricing makes you nervous, remember that there is a market for high value art. It's about finding the right audience who appreciates it and is willing to pay for your unique style and expression. And sixth, dealing with price negotiations. Now, sometimes clients or galleries might want to negotiate prices. So have a clear policy about whether or how much you're willing to negotiate. Remember, it's okay to stand firm on your price if you believe it reflects the value of your work. Pricing your art is a balance of understanding its worth, knowing your market, and having the confidence to ask for what your work deserves. It's a learning process, so give yourself grace as you figure it out. And above all, remember that your art brings something special to this world, and that's worth every penny. So keep shining, keep keep creating, and keep valuing your incredible work. Now we're diving into a segment that's crucial for any business, especially for you, the creative entrepreneurs, marketing and sales. So whether you're a seasoned artist or you're just starting out, understanding how to effectively market and sell your art is key to turning your passion into a profitable venture. So let's spend the next few minutes exploring this. So marketing is all about connecting with your audience and telling your story in a way that resonates with them. So here's how you can do that. So know your audience, understand who your art appeals to. Is it young professionals, art collectors, interior designers? Knowing your audience helps tailor your marketing efforts to speak directly to them. Second, tell your story. People don't just buy art, they buy the story behind it. So share your journey, your inspiration, and the process behind your creations. This builds a deeper connection with your audience. Next, use social media effectively. We've talked about building an online presence, but let's delve a little bit deeper. Use platforms like I mentioned before, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, TikTok, to showcase your art, share behind the scenes glimpses, and engage with your audience. Remember, consistency is key. Fourth, email marketing. Build an email list of people interested in your work. So send regular updates about new pieces, upcoming shows, or exclusive offers. Email is a great way to maintain direct contact with your audience. Fifth, collaborate with others. Collaborate with artists, galleries, or local businesses because this can help expand your reach and introduce your art to new audiences. Now, let's talk about the actual selling part. So both online and offline channels have their unique advantages, and it's often best to use a combination of both. So selling online, your website, which is, this is your main sales hub. So make sure it's easy to navigate, has high quality images of your art and a seamless purchasing process. Next, online marketplaces. Platforms like Etsy or Society6 can be great for reaching a broader audience, but just make sure you understand their fees and policies. 
And third, social media sales. Some platforms allow direct sales through posts or stories, so utilize these features to make purchasing easy for your followers. And selling offline, so art fairs and markets. Participating in art fairs and markets can be a fantastic way to get your art in front of people and make sales. It's also a great opportunity for networking. Next, gallery shows. So exhibiting in galleries can be a bit more challenging, but it offers a more traditional and prestigious way to sell your art. And third, local businesses. Collaborate with local businesses like cafes or boutiques to display and sell your art. So remember, marketing and selling your art is about building relationships, telling your story, and creating an experience around your art. It's not just about making a sale, it's about creating a connection. And don't get discouraged if things don't take off immediately. Marketing is a marathon, not a sprint. Trust me, I'm experiencing that every single day. So keep experimenting, keep engaging with your audience, and most importantly, keep creating. Your art has a place in this world, and there's an audience out there waiting to discover it. So go out there and share your art with the world. All right, my creative and entrepreneurial friends, as we come to the close of this episode, let's take a quick two-minute journey back through the key insights we've explored today. It's been a packed episode, and I want to make sure that you're walking away with the golden nuggets we've uncovered. So first, we dived into understanding the creative market. Remember, the art world is vibrant and diverse, with opportunities ranging from digital art to handmade crafts. Your unique voice has a place in this expansive landscape. Next, we talked about identifying your unique offering. It's all about discovering and refining your niche and balancing your personal expression with what resonates with the market. Your art is a blend of your passion and the value it brings to others. Then we moved on to building an online presence. We stressed the importance of leveraging social media and your website to showcase your work and how effective online branding and storytelling can captivate your audience. After that, we tackled the big one monetization strategies. We explored various avenues like selling prints, licensing, offering online classes, and more. Each has its pros and cons, and the right mix depends on your art and your goals. In pricing your art, we discussed how crucial it is to understand the value of your work and to develop strategies to overcome common pricing challenges. Remember, your art is worth every penny that reflects its creativity, and your effort. Finally, in marketing and sales, we talked about how to effectively market your art and the techniques for selling both online and offline. It's about creating connections, telling your story, and presenting your art in a way that resonates with your audience. Whew, that was a lot, but each moment we covered is a step towards turning your artistic passion into a profitable side hustle. Remember, your journey as a creative entrepreneur is unique and the path isn't always straight. So embrace the twists and turns, keep learning, keep experimenting, and most importantly, keep creating. And just before we wrap up today's episode, I've got a little sneak peek for you about what's coming up next on the Bootstrap Mogul podcast. So get ready because next time we're diving into a topic that's a game changer for anyone looking to sell online. It's an episode titled E-Commerce Unveiled, A Guide for Physical and Digital Products. 
So whether you're thinking about starting an e-commerce business or you're looking to elevate your existing online store, this episode is going to be your roadmap. We'll unravel the mysteries of selling online, covering everything from setting up your online store, understanding search engine optimization or SEO, to mastering the art of digital marketing. We're also going to talk about the nuances of selling physical products versus digital products. Each has its own set of challenges and strategies, and we'll delve into how you can navigate these to create a thriving online business. I'll be sharing tips, tricks, and tools that will help you not just launch, but excel in the e-commerce world. We'll hear from experts, dissect case studies, and as always, I'll be there to guide you through it all with practical advice and actionable steps. So whether you're a seasoned e-commerce entrepreneur or just starting out, next week's episode is going to be packed with value that you won't want to miss. So mark your calendars, set a reminder, and get ready to unlock the full potential of e-commerce. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Bootstrap Mogul podcast. Um, You know, as we close out today's inspiring journey, I have a small but mighty favor to ask of all of you incredible listeners out there. If today's episode sparked a light in you, or if you found value in our conversation, I would be so grateful if you could share this episode with your friends, family, or anyone you know who could benefit from it. Word of mouth is such a powerful tool, and your support means the world to me and to our growing community of creative entrepreneurs. Also, if you haven't already, please take a moment to subscribe to the Bootstrap Mogul podcast. Subscribing is a fantastic way to ensure you never miss out on any of our episodes packed with insights, tips, and stories to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. And lastly, let's stay connected beyond the podcast. I invite you to follow us on our social media channels. So on Instagram and TikTok, we're at Andres Does Business, and I'll be sharing additional resources, inspiring stories, and creating a space for like-minded individuals to connect and grow together. So just you know, search for Andres Does Business on your favorite platform and hit that follow button. Your engagement, your shares, and your stories inspire me every day, and they help shape this podcast into a resource that's truly valuable for you. So thank you in advance for being an active part of our community. Your voice, your art, and your entrepreneurial spirit are what make this journey so incredible. I'm Andres Logan, and I can't wait to connect with you again in our next episode. Until then, keep making waves and chasing those dreams. You've got this.